Hello everybody and welcome back to Undressed by Stitch. My name is Yola Mzizi and today I am with... Libby Markham, hello. And we are your multimedia editors here at Stitch. Um, so just content warning, it's not that bad, but it's like this episode <laughs> contains an egregious amount of spoilers. Yes. So maybe come back to it if you like haven't seen the shows that we're going to be talking about. Um, but definitely come back to it because I feel like you will want to hear our commentary. Mm, I don't know. Um, either way, <laughs> um, our theme this quarter on Stitch is the academia issue, and we're working on the academia issue right now. So what better way to talk about academia than looking at TV shows that are set within like school settings, be it university, high school, not middle school, so just university <laughs> and high school. Um, and what better way to start that by... Talking about our favorite TV show on HBO Max. The way I talk about HBO Max, they should really sponsor me. But HBO Max, Euphoria. Of course. Yes. Yes. There there are many thoughts for sure. Um, You know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say like most people's TikToks, if you have TikTok, mine is literally all Euphoria. So like it's kind of all... I literally think about um it's kind of unhinged but you know it's fine I think it's just it is literally one of the reasons I'm like making it through this quarter I swear I'm like euphoria Sunday and then I like every single Sunday I get traumatized like I don't know why I look <laughs> forward to it anymore like the first episode I'm like oh like so excited like let's see like uh like I saw like the trailer and like Fez and Lexi are gonna be a thing like so cute and then like boom 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 every week is just trauma yeah <laughs> so we're getting we're literally being served crumbs and just like pain but you know I'm I'm a fan I mean there's definitely some controversies that I, I'm kind of like on. Um, I don't know. Like season one of Euphoria, I was I watched it like as it came out, and like I was obsessed. And I rewatched it recently to get ready for the season. And like, I do hate to say it, but I do like season one more at this point. At this point, I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt. I mean, my personal feelings currently are just like I'm pro euphoria and anti Sam Levinson (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah that's that's where I'm at currently I think currently Miss Cat who was literally my favorite of last season she is being done dirty like so deeply and I like I don't obviously this is all like speculation I don't know what's going on but I mean a lot of people on TikTok are saying there's like all that shit going down with Sam Levinson like not liking or, like, I think, like, Barbie Ferreira, is that how you, I think that's how you say her name, yeah. Um, she, like, didn't like the way that Kat's story was being sexualized, I think. Mm. And then he was just like, okay, sounds good. I'll pull pull your whole storyline, girl. So, True. yeah. True. A little sad. Because, like, cause like, in the second season, well, it's been five episodes, but, like, she hasn't really had a proper storyline no. other than in the beginning when she was like, I hate my boyfriend and I hate myself. And there was, like, yeah. that whole almost music video-esque montage yeah. of, like, people on social media. Literally, every single caricature of them on yeah. social media made it onto that scene. I thought it was a beautiful scene, the way yeah. it was done. I liked it. But it's like, we never heard from her yeah. ever again. No, no, that was it. They're just like, okay, that's her little moment and like, enjoy it. And it's like, no, there's so many, like, I don't know. It's starting to kind of fall apart in some ways to me. Cause it's like, 
I remember there was a scene from the first season where she's like doing one of the the I guess it's OnlyFans and I don't know what whatever platform she's using. She's yeah. like on that FaceTime call with the guy who his like screen is black and you have no clue who it who it is and it's like yeah. clearly supposed to be like a storyline and that's just gone. Like they they literally just True. took that out because it's like I don't know. It just seems like a lot of the off-camera stuff is getting in the way of the plot. And, like, mm-hmm. that's frustrating to me. Um, and, like, especially Kat. Because, like, I think her storyline was one of the stronger ones, in my opinion. Like, I don't know. But that's just one of my one of my issues with it currently. But, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, about just what's going on in general on the show. Because I do think there yeah. is still a lot that's... I mean, like, that's the thing is, like, even if, like, I don't agree with a lot of things about it, like, I'm still eating it up, and I feel like so is everyone else, and, like, yeah, they're keeping us talking about it, like, we're literally making a podcast about it, so Sam Levinson won in the end, he he won, unforge. Yeah, I mean, I'm also a huge Euphoria fan, if you couldn't tell, Um, but when, when you were talking about how this is, like, the one thing that's getting you through this quarter, Mm -hmm. I was like, why are we all living the same lives? Literally. <laughs> this, this is literally me. Every single Sunday, I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to get my work done by a certain time. Then yeah. we have our stitch meetings on Sunday. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it ends Sprinting and then I home. go watch Euphoria. Sprinting home. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go watch Euphoria. But like, so let's talk a bit about our favorite storylines. So mm-hmm. we talked about Kat. Mm-hmm. And how that was, like, a really strong storyline in season one. Mm-hmm. And how they just, like, went nowhere with it. I think something else like another storyline where they like introduce something and then it's like okay what happened is McKay oh McKay don't even get me started (laughs) McKay's storyline was so interesting and I was like so in like I was so invested I wanted to see how this boy was gonna navigate college being in a fraternity you know having his masculinity challenged all the time yeah also feeling the pressure from his father to excel and succeed yeah and then Gone. Okay, and then trigger warning, he gets sexually assaulted and then nothing happens yeah. in terms of like the storyline. That's it. That's McKay. Mm-hmm. And we see him again, first episode of season one, where he's mm-hmm. begging Cassie to take him back. And Cassie's like, I'm not a good person. Uh, and I'm like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> like, that is literally it. Yeah. Like, no, they really did McKay dirty. They I'm did. like, I feel like there was a lot more that that we could have explored there. Yeah. And I think, I mean, once again, like, it doesn't, like, nothing else adds up other than I think it was something off screen, like, that occurred. Because I think, I I don't know what's really even true, but I saw that, like, he's an anti-masker, like, an anti-masker, or no, I think an anti-vaxxer, and, like, that was Ooh. why. But, like, I, and, like, they wouldn't let him on set, I guess, but, like, that doesn't see, like, it's just not making sense, and, like, there's no real answers, and, like, it's just being, like, dropped, and then, like, you can't yeah. have a character, like, go through sexual assault and then it's like left you know like I just yeah it like that scene was like deeply deeply upsetting and like really just like I thought it was set up for a really good like as you said like an exploration of like masculinity and like dealing with that but like that was just kind of disregarded and it's like I don't know it's just frustrating when they just like try to gloss over those things and they're just like oh okay like just forget about it like we'll just make all this crazy shit happen in this episode and then like hopefully everyone will forget but it's like no one will because like that was like part of the whole like point of euphoria was like I loved like 
being introduced every single week to new characters and like seeing their stories and like that's been happening this season but like in a different way and like Mm -hmm. less kind of it's less concrete I would say and like less structured which not like not to say that's necessarily a bad thing and it can be done well and I think there's like especially last week's episode, I think was a really good example of, like, when the show has strayed from, like, its regular, or, like, at least, like, the way it started, and it's been done beautifully, and I think that, I guess, I don't know when we're going to release this podcast, but that episode was episode five, I think? Yeah. Yeah. That one was, like, fantastic to me. Um, 100%. But, yeah. I don't know. I'm just all, like, yeah, that's just frustrating that, like, McKay was done like that, and it's just... It's just frustrating when you, like, you know that the show could have gone other ways, but then there's, like, things going yeah. on, and you're just like, what? Like, what What could have the show, like, what could have been if it wasn't, like, being, like, just thrown back and forth so many times? True, true. Like, another storyline that I think of that was just, like, tossed to the garbage mm-hmm. is Jules and... Nate. Nate. Oh my god. Literally. Because we all know that Nate likes Jules and Jules likes Nate. Yet, what happened? And I've been hearing, well, mostly on TikTok. Yeah. And like these gossip pages that um, Hunter Schaefer and Jacob Lordy had a falling out. Mm -hmm. And that, and so it's like they don't really get along that much anymore. So like in terms of like doing scenes together. And I'm like, okay, professionalism. (laughs) Like, give the people what they want. Unless if, like, something terrible happened. But it's just, like, still, you know? It's, like, give us some resolution. Because, like, we have so many questions. Yeah. And, like, everything is, like, hanging in the air. And it doesn't seem like season two wants to resolve anything. Yeah. And it just continues. Yeah. No, exactly. That was that was also something that was really frustrating. Because it's, like, then they had that whole, like, it was confusing. Because they had that whole flashback. Or not even flashback. I don't even know how you describe it. But when Nate gets the shit rocked (laughs) his shit literally rocked by fez and like he like has that first of all the most scarring scene actually they're every scene is low-key scarring but the scene where like he sees cassie as like his future pregnant wife and then like aren't there clips of jewels in it like right or there's at at some point there's at some point there's clips of jewels like he's still imagining and like thinking about jewels and it's like I have no clue if they're going to include that in this season or, like, what's going to happen with that. I don't yeah, know. It's like, it's like you're confused. I'm fucking confused, bro. <laughs> That's too meta. That's too, not using a euphoria, a euphoria TikTok sound for talking about euphoria. <laughs> but, but we're confused. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. We're confused. No, okay. Exactly. So let's, so let's talk about some of the storylines that did stick. Yes, yes. Okay. A storyline that I am highly invested in um, that has like is making me feel things. Mm-hmm. Um, is Nate and Cassie and Maddie? Oh, yes. Maddie is gonna kill Cassie. Like <laughs> that's all I want in this world. All I want in this world. No. <laughs> no okay, I don't. I don't. I don't want Cassie to die. Like I feel like that's oh, a bit no, extreme. No, I don't mean. But it's I don't just mean like, actually dying. I want her to get. She needs <laughs> yeah. to get pummeled a bit. I think she's deserving of a little bit of a a little fight, a little cat fight. You know. Yeah, mm, I don't know. Part of <laughs> okay. me is like, okay, like very much an advocate for girl code, mm-hmm. but it's just like because we see 
Cassie so much in these scenes and you can tell that she's just so insecure. The fact that she would wake up at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. And shower and scrub herself to death, putting on these different outfits, looking like a country singer. And yeah. Nate doesn't even look at her. Yeah. That was just painful to watch. It, it was, was deeply embarrassing. So painful. Like, it, was, uh, <laughs> it was so painful girl. to watch. I felt so sad for yeah. her. And no, I'm like, I dude, agree. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It, that was a lot. And then when like he literally only looked at her when she was dressed like Maddie, he and didn't I was even like, look no, at her. No, he barely. He like even, only only that one little dude. time he was like, Ooh. but like, and she was ugh. so happy. Yeah, I'm like, girl, pick yourself up off of the ground, <laughs> like, dude, please. I mean, and then when she was crying yeah. at the party, <laughs> I'm so sorry, oh my God. Maddie. Like. Uh, I felt bad. Okay, more than yeah. just like feeling like Cassie's a terrible person, I mostly just feel bad for her. Yeah. And I don't I don't want her to be in the grasp of Nate. Nate Jacobs needs to yeah, literally he's disappear. The real enemy. <laughs> no, he's the enemy here. Like, like he really needs yeah. to disappear. But I also don't like what she's doing to Maddie because she is doing it consciously. Yeah. It's like you it's like I'm crazier and I'm like God, oh my God. Like actually. <laughs> like her no, I think the worst was like her like running around the like construction site. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing, girly? Like it's just Yeah. There's some moments where I'm like, I guess like at the start of, like, the whole Nate thing, I was more, like, on Cassie's, like, not on Cassie's side, but I was at least being, like, okay, like, like, I we, understand. We empathized yeah. a bit with Cassie, yeah. Because she's, like, super insecure, and, like, I think, like, her and Lexi are kind of, like, representative of, like, the two different sides of, like, what, like, quote-unquote, like, daddy issues look like, of, like, mm-hmm. Lexi just stays away and, like, can't imagine herself in, like, being loved or, like, receiving any male attention. And then, like, Cassie swings, like, the opposite way of, like, craving male validation. Um, yeah. And I think that's really interesting. And, like, I think that was, like, kind of where it started off as, like, where I was, like, you know, like, uh, I feel, like, yes, what's ca- what Cassie's doing is bad, but also, like, she's being manipulated by, actually, the CEO of manipulation, like Mr. Nate, he and owns also, the whole company. Yeah. No, he literally does, and like terrible I, person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible person. And like at the start, it's like yeah, it was bad, but then I think it continued to go to a point of like I'm like okay, yeah, like no, I can't, I can't like defend defend Miss Sydney Sweeney anymore. But yeah. it's okay. I don't know. Ugh. And for the longest time, TikTok had me believing that um, Maddie knows. Like, Maddie yeah, same, knows. Same. She just is not saying anything, especially in, like, the hot tub scene. Yeah, and people exactly. are, like, analyzing her eyes, which just shows how deep we are in this yeah. e- euphoria universe. It's like, see, she keeps looking at Cassie, and then she's looking yeah. at Nate, and she's looking at Cassie. She knows. Mad- Maddie did not know. She did well, not she did I not thought know. I was convinced too. And that's like the whole issue, I think, with like the TikTok like theories. They are literally spiraling to me. Like mine are like, oh my God, like if you noticed, like the doorknob is this color, that's oh symbolizing like Maddie's like Maddie's ferocity. <laughs> like it's not that deep. <laughs> like, like I like I, I don't know. Like I think it's cool when they analyze like the makeup looks and being like, I think that's cool. Like, especially in the yeah. first episode, like 
the whole like Maddie's eyeliner is like harsher to like symbolize her personality versus like Cassie's was like the really pretty like diamond like winged eyeliner studs um like I think those ones are cool but then it's like I think at some point like things have devolved into just everyone is trying to like outsmart everyone else and I'm like I do think there's symbolism in like and like I think the show itself is like pretty complex but I don't think it's at the level that people are putting it on and I'm like yeah I don't know I think I, I don't know I guess we'll have to see because it's like we don't even know where the show's going and what is true and what isn't but like I just personally like have had to stop like watching the theories and stuff because I'm just like I it could literally be anything at this point like I'm just gonna sit down and watch it on Sundays and then like react as I will and just move on because it's like it's actually maddening like at this point yeah and like every single Sunday, you are shocked, yeah. And it's something you do not expect, yeah. Especially this past episode, oh I I was I literally had my hand covering my yeah. mouth in shock yeah. the yeah. entire time. Like every single time, I'm like, Rue is getting out of a trash bag. Did <laughs> is Rue still in this woman's house? Did Rue really just say that in front yeah. of Maddie? Is this oh really happening? <laughs> like every single thing that occurred in that episode, I, like. The first, the first one that literally had, like, I watched with my roommates and, like, screams when we're, like, what, ah, what was it? Oh, when Rue's mom was like, oh, Jules told me. And then we're like, <gasps> Jules. Like, that. And then Jules mm. says, we flushed it down the toilet. I'm like, like oh, she's right That here. was so frustrating. <laughs> I was like, and then Rue wasn't, like, explaining why she needed the fucking suitcase and i'm like if you explain like i am going to be human trafficked like maybe the communication could have been better but like yeah it's just like everything in that show literally gives me heart palpitations and i'm like yeah i don't even know but oh my god yeah and like the whole time i'm just thinking of gia i just feel so sorry For Gia (laughs) and Rue's mom. Yeah. Um, And Rue in general, because, like, it's not like she has any control over what she's doing. But it's just, like, watching that entire scene was traumatizing. When she kicks the door (gasps) and keeps kicking the door. And then when she goes up to Jules and then says the most hurtful things I have ever heard. And then Jules is like, I just want to help you. Meantime, she is wearing... Elliot's clothes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, I like Rue did, in fact, like go a little far with that. But I will say, I think some of the things she said to Jules kind of were adding up to me. I was like, you know what? Like the whole like you just love being loved. Mm, That Mm -hmm. hurt. Like, but I do think there's something to it because I'm like, you cannot be doing what you're doing with Elliot right now. And like be in love with Rue and like I think that was like a really first of all fuck Elliot like I literally <laughs> it is so hard to watch the show because I'm like obsessed with Dominic Fike and he is so Me too. Fine. but you know you know it's it's difficult but when Rue palmed him like not even hit him she's like palmed him and I'm like that <laughs> like do it again do it again please like he deserves all of it like that man yeah is so I don't know annoying. because I feel like Whenever I watch this show, I always ignore Elliot's red flags. And that's Mm -hmm. just how I move about the world in general. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's actually <laughs> that's just me. Literally, that's how like watching the show and like hearing people's reactions to it are just like so interesting because like you can learn so much about someone being like, like oh, like, I think Cassie's like fine. Like it's not like she's not bad. And it's like okay, now I've learned something about you. Or like uh-huh. it's that's no. literally so funny. I'm definitely an apologist. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And maybe maybe it's because they're beautiful, and I'm yeah. like, yo, Cassie's beautiful, so she's okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> so literally, so it is so hard <laughs> looking at Sydney Sweeney and being like, no, like it's so hard because she's so so hot, and you're just like, I yeah. don't know what to do with this. Like, it's really and like really Elliot. Hard. Oh. Speaking of like CEOs of manipulation, <laughs> Elliot is like vice president yeah, yeah company no literally. like he is terrible, terrible but it's just like the way that he he talks about things it makes you seem like he cares yeah compared to nate who's just all around asshole yeah. and you just know and he's like stay yeah. away like nate's red flags come in swinging yeah but elliot is the kind that like creeps up on you yeah. and you don't realize until you're in too deep yeah and i'm like this man is exhausting he is toxic mm-hmm. he is like the worst kind of person in the world yeah, yeah. but it's just so beautiful <laughs> yeah no literally literally and i think it's like i really hate to say it i think it's like the indie skater boy aesthetic and i'm like no 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 and i'm like i'm this falling so for it <laughs> this is literally so embarrassing <laughs> it is embarrassing and the face tats no. the face the tats. logo face stop tats. stop <laughs> And I'm like, hey. <laughs> I'm like blushing <laughs> when Elliot's on the screen. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, I can't. It's but like it's kind of a lot. Speaking of like indie boy skater, I really mm-hmm. love how the show has like distinguished every character mm-hmm. through the way that they dress. Yeah. Um, because Maddie always looks like she's going to a club somewhere. Yeah. Not even dinner. She always looks like she's like, no, at school. Clubbing. You know, clubbing. you know the euphoria the euphoria high school tiktok mm-hmm. um trend it's like yes oh why God. aren't you in uniform <laughs> and then <laughs> that she was holding the smallest bag and i'm like literally in school rue carries no backpack no. um is high as fuck in the middle of school yeah. and slams into a door uh, um so iconic sydney sweeney <laughs> is dressed like a country singer in the middle of the day and mm-hmm. <laughs> like why do people dress like that? Like, this entire yeah. show, I'm like, there's no way people dress like that in high school. No. No, absolutely not. And they're wearing, like, I always get on my Instagram just, like, oh, like, Alexa, Demi, like, outfits. And they're always, like, from Euphoria. And they're literally, like, $500 t-shirts. And I'm like, okay, like, we yeah. were not. Like, is her mom wears, like, a nail technician or something. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. this isn't, I, was- I, I don't even know at this point. I'm like... Uh, yeah i was looking at that actually about like euphoria's wardrobe Mm -hmm. um because it looks like regular clothes that you Mm -hmm. can find at like a regular store but most of the clothes that they wear are actually designer Mm -hmm. and the person who sometimes has like the most expensive like outfit for like a two minute scene is lexi remember that scene where lexi is visiting fez in like the convenience oh, store when stop. cal comes in yes. and he does his whole thing yeah. those trousers cost i think like i'm okay this is i i don't remember correctly but it was around 500 dollars. oh my god just just for the trousers for her That's to stand insane. there and just look <laughs> literally what like what is the budget That's my question. it's insane because like everything is insane. so beautiful yeah it's insane it has to be 
I don't even know. I guess it's like now I'm just so used to like the outfits in Euphoria. I kind of I don't even know. Like I, I think it never has been about being accurate towards like high school, and like I think that's like kind of a cool part of it is like why do they need to be wearing normal clothes? Like I think it's like it really just is. I like how that it's become like the culture of the show is like the pretty outfits. But I do think there is something about the way like they have all these beautiful outfits and also like literally all the hottest actors and like the show is like about really dark shit. And like, I think that's kind of where a lot of, I think like the controversy of the show lies is like, what, what are the like ramifications of having like, showing like drug addiction on like Zendaya who is literally just like hot and like looks good. I mean, like obviously uh, this season she's not, she's still Zendaya, but like (laughs) she's not at her best. She looks like she probably hasn't showered in a bit, but you know what? It's fine. But like, I guess in general, it's like all like these dark, dark, dark plots happening. And it's like, I, it's just concerning because it's like, I think the age of, like, the demographic of, like, who's watching this show is a little concerning given, like, it's so dark. And it's, like, I don't know. Like, I see, like, high schoolers doing, like, euphoria parties. And I'm, like, ah, that's not the point. Like, I you know what I yeah. mean? It's just, like, yeah. if you think it's about, like, the pretty outfits and, like, oh, my God, like, Zendaya and, like, Hunter Schaefer. Like, they're so cute. And, like, no, like uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was definitely thinking about that too because mm-hmm. in a sense like the the dark things that happen on the show definitely happen to people all the time yeah. and it's like very real experiences. Yeah. What's not real is how the show just moves on. Yeah. <laughs> um and then it's like do those characters remember what happened to them because yeah. I remember. Yeah. Um and the fact that everything is like so pretty and like yeah. the lighting it like it, i feel like it's almost like the aestheticization of yeah. trauma yeah which is something that our generation is particularly vulnerable to because like mm-hmm. right now if you were to look at what genre of music is most popular this is not even like a proper genre but like it would be like sad girl music yeah and i'm not saying sad girl music is bad i mm. too enjoy olivia rodrigo but it's like being sad is as valid of an emotion as other types of emotions like anger, fear, being happy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in the past couple of years, we've really honed in on like the feeling sad aspect and making it our aesthetic, essentially. Yeah. And like you can see that through like Billie Eilish and like many of the, the musicians that young people listen to. Yeah. And not that they don't give us bops because they do, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, and I'm not saying someone should make like bubblegum positive music if that's like not your vibe, but it's, I don't know. I feel like it's different because now sad is synonymous with cool. Yeah. Um, which may make us think then it's like, is it because younger people are just sadder nowadays mm-hmm. or we're sadder and being sad, you can make it look pretty, which yeah. then somehow makes things better, Yeah. which can be problematic, especially in shows like this where everything is so beautiful but yeah, so traumatizing exactly. at the same time. Because um, you cannot separate those two. I feel like they're supposed to go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely something something to think about. Yeah. No, I think, like, I, I definitely agree. Like, I think, I don't know. I've, I always try to think about, like, Euphoria as a show. And it's, like, 
I can't even tell if I think it's problematic in the, like, in the sense of glamorizing trauma. Like, because it's, it is true. Like, I know, like, Dare, which, first of all, I did not know Dare was still a thing. But I know they, they, like, criticized the show. And they were like, this glamorizes drug use. And then Zendaya put out a statement being like, no, it doesn't. And, like, mm-hmm. being like, I don't know how you can, like, look at this show and say, like, it isn't, like, it's, like, glamorizing. It, I'm twisting my words, but I guess, like, it's just... I don't know. <laughs> it's not glamour. Like, I don't think it's glamorizing it, but it also, I don't know. Like, I saw this tweet that said, whenever I watch Euphoria, I'm, like, I'm like scared if I should actually take that ibuprofen. I feel like <laughs> it's not glamorizing it, but it's also not necessarily saying that it's yeah. bad. It's just no, there. No, I agree. And, I think, and to yeah. be fair... Part of me is like creative liberty and like choices that directors make and that creators make are their choices. And like mm-hmm. TV shows are not there to teach your kids. You should be yeah. teaching your kids. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, it has such a huge audience. I feel yeah. like they should be saying more. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I think there's something about the way it's like, I think they're like, it's very clear in the show that drugs are ruining lives and like the way these characters are acting it's ruining their lives but like they're ruining their lives in like a really like cinematic way you know what I mean like it kind of fits like that like Lana Del Rey aesthetic of like all these like Lana Del Rey like like, that's what I think about is like Tumblr era like like Mm -hmm. really like I'm destroying my life like everything's falling apart but like it's like the glamorization of that and it's like yes like you can watch and be like okay rue bad like that's not good (laughs) like no but it's also like it's happening in a way that's kind of like cool like it is cool like Mm -hmm. she's doing it in a cool way and like I hate to say that but like I mean, I like, obviously I think it's like, if you're an older viewer of it, you can like distinguish and be like, okay, like this is a show and like, it's yeah. supposed to be like, I mean, the show is very A24. It was produced by A24 and like, it kind of fits like that aesthetic of like, it's glamorizing of just like any emotion. But like, I think specifically it's just dangerous when it's like, it's now become like a TikTok thing and like, like high schoolers are watching it and like, that's what's concerning yeah. to me is like it's really hard yeah. to watch it and like separate it and like I don't think I can even really separate it and like my brain is more developed yeah. than high schoolers and I'm like so I'm like Rue looks good in this scene like you know what I mean like it's it's difficult and I think like there's yeah. not really an answer there but I don't even know I think I think though something that euphoria does really well when it's tackling these really difficult issues especially with drug addiction is mm-hmm. something that a lot of shows don't do And it shows that Rue is not a bad person for doing drugs. And I feel like a lot of TV shows and the media and like what we've been fed our entire lives is that bad people do drugs and therefore they deserve bad things to happen to them. And I think because the show brings us into like her experience in that way, Mm -hmm. that we really do get to see the humanity in Rue, which is insane that people didn't even like needed a show like this to even see that. Yeah. Um, that being addicted to drugs is not doesn't necessarily mean that you are a terrible person. Yeah. Um, but for people who did think like that, I think this could be like monumental. Yeah. In like thinking about how to offer people grace. Yeah. And how to see them and meet them where they are, um, rather than like yeah. expecting them to be a certain way. Wow. Yeah. That is really true. I think. Yeah. I haven't even thought about it like that. Like I do think, 
that there is something to be said about like the way it's like seeing someone like Zendaya and like someone that people like she's just like like I I don't know like I've seen her since Shake It Up and like she's been like with us through like us growing up oh, entire and lives like, yeah <laughs> and it's like to be to see drug addiction through like that lens and like also I think like the character of like Ali is like a really good like lens for viewing like just like the scope of drug addiction and like in a way that's as you said like really humanizing I do think that's like that is true I think that's I definitely think the show does that well so I definitely yeah. agree yeah and then I don't know I'm like Part of me is like, yes, they do that very well and everybody does deserve grace and no one is automatically a villain. But mm-hmm. the way that they have painted my man, Jacob Elordi, as the worst, <laughs> as the scum of the earth. Like, I'm like, there's no redemption there. Like, I don't no. see it. Unless if like the next couple of episodes, we're going to no. be seeing that type of redemption. No. But it's just and like, I, wow. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's like, I think, I, like, I love Jacob Elordi. I hate Nate Jacobs. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I'm just, I'm also scared for that because it's like, I personally, like, the whole trope of, like, a closeted gay person and, like, the trope of... Who's, like, mean and angry. and, like, homophobic. (laughs) And it's, like, I understand, but, like, it's just, like, tiring to see, like, every single show, like, portraying, like, queerness and, like, being, like, oh, like, they're just, like, that's why they're homophobic. Like, it's because they're gay themselves. And it's, like, okay, like, no, like, stop. Yeah. It's just, like, I'm scared... I don't think that's what's going to happen. Like, I don't even know. But if yeah. that was what occurs, like, that will be very frustrating for me personally. That but, yeah, Nate Nate is a tricky, a tricky man <laughs> to unpack. But I don't know. Yeah. I think definitely, I mean, we haven't even talked about, we have not even crossed Cal yet. But I was about to bring yeah. him up, actually. I was like, speaking <laughs> of redemption arcs, yeah. this is not really a redemption okay. arc. Redemption is but- a strong word. <laughs> Okay, what, what's a what's a maybe. what's a lukewarm version of redemption? But like something that shifted for me for yeah. Cal. Yeah. Like we hate Cal, but what he did in the foyer of his house <laughs> in there the middle something. of the night that sparked things in me, and I was like, okay, okay, yes, sir, walk out of that door, pee on the floor, like, <laughs> yell at your kids, violent. That was literally like that scene. Like, I don't know if it traumatized me or, like, (laughs) what it even did. But, like, the way, like, please, sir, put your penis away. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this is a Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally, he was feral. Like, why was he? He was like, I'm a Rottweiler. Like, I'm a hunter. Like, he was like, what are you saying? Like, literally, like, (laughs) that was a lot. But I don't know. Like, that scene... That scene was truly, like, epitome of chaos on that show. But I do – his, like, backstory I think was probably – personally, my favorite Euphoria scene of all time. That's – I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but, like, I literally am obsessed with it. And, like, I don't know. This is – I don't know if this is a hot take either, but – I've seen a lot of stuff, like, on TikTok, people being, like, this, like, everyone is, falls for this so easily. Like, he's still, like, a pedophile and, like, a terrible he person. Is. And it's, like, yeah, no, I know. And it's, like, no one's arguing that, like, that's not a reason to, like, it's not, like, we saw that, like, the whole backstory and we're, like, oh, now he's a good person. It's, like, no, it's just getting context and, like, 
he still is literally the scum of the earth, but like it's, it's his story can still be like beautiful. Like I think like his backstory was literally like so good. And I think they did that really well. And I think they really sh- like depicted like, I think like, like queerness in high school in a really well, like a really beautiful way. And I like, Oh, I'm just, I literally could talk about it. For, like, Oh, I can't even, <laughs> it's so good. And I was sobbing. I, and the when scene he in goes the back to the bar uh, and he uh, he sees him and then he's like, I thought I'd never see you again. Or like, I thought I lost you when he like hallucinates him. Oh, uh, like I, I can't, I can't that, that scene. I mean, then the pre pre peeing on the floor, <laughs> it, it was, I was like, you know what? Cal's going through it, but then yeah. like he, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, like, you can appreciate the story of, like, Cal's story and still be, like, I mean, he's literally a This is a terrible and person. he's a terrible yeah. human being. But I just, like, I'm obsessed with his his backstory. Ugh. Like, yeah. I can't even. <laughs> okay. Let us do, before we talk about our other shows. <laughs> yes. Because um, we could literally talk about you for forever. Literally. Let's do favorite quotes from the seasons of Euphoria. Ooh. Ooh. I have a few. Okay, we can just go back and forth. I have my... Um, f- you go first. You go first. Cassie, how long have you been fucking Nate Jacobs? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was like that, a- <laughs> she needed to. I, I, was, I was not expecting that was the way Maddie was going to find out, but, like, mm-hmm. Rue, I... Like, Cassie saying that, everyone... Like, I think that was the... A most annoying advice to give. It's like, like you know, ca- you shut up, Cassie. To- like, keep your mouth <laughs> shut. Like, you don't know shit about addiction. And, like, she's like, you just take it one day at a time. Like, really? Oh, thanks. Like, oh, no, no like, a drug addiction solved. Like, you did it, yeah. Cassie. And like, how long have you congrats. been fucking Nate Jacobs? <laughs> <laughs> like, I screamed. That was okay. so good. Your turn. Um, I think my favorite... It has to just be the <laughs> Maddie going, bitch, you better be joking. <laughs> it's just the way she delivered that line. That was literally so good. like, I say it around my house all the time. <laughs> she says it like, bitch, you, you better, better be, be joking. joking. <laughs> okay, so other shows, very briefly, honorable mentions that are set in schools oh that we have been loving or hating. Mm-hmm. Well, I have an interesting relationship with the show, but the reboot of Gossip Girl, I watched it over <laughs> winter break. And I don't know. I feel like the fashion, they did a lot with the fashion. Not mm-hmm. necessarily good things with the fashion, but <laughs> they definitely. Things were done. They, things were done. <laughs> for um, sure, for sure. But like, it's very much like dark academia Gen Z question yeah. mark. Because there's this yeah. one outfit where Julian, um, who's the main character, um, is wearing like biker shorts. A dress shirt on top. I think like mm-hmm. cowboy boots or like some. No, it wasn't cowboy boots. Like like tall boots. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you just have to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I loved also how the characters there had like the very delineated identity. Like their identity was like distinguished from others through their clothes. Um, yeah. And then I live for Evan Mark. Um, that man is just so, so beautiful. Uh, He's all types of fine. Literally stunning. 
Um, but the plot is lacking. I'm like, you can tell yeah. they have so much money, but the plot is just not there. It's, it's really so not. bad. I think I just it's, watched it for the it, aesthetics. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I never finished it. I mean, okay, people... Like, some of my friends were like, it gets better. Does it? <laughs> I, that's such a good question. I think you just become numb to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. like... I kind of stopped watching after the, there was like, I literally can't, I think it was, if the main girl's name is Ju- Julian, Julian, you said? Yeah. When she like hooks up with a guy at a protest, I was like, no, like, no, this isn't happening. And I was like, this feels wrong. Wait, <laughs> like, so you draw the line at protest, but Maddie hooking up with someone in a pool was like, yeah, it's just a regular <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, there was something about like the police like lights like illuminating their hookup scene. I'm like, this feels illegal to even be watching. Like, they're literally at like, I think the protest was like about like housing, like, housing, it, like housing issues, and it's like it's a like, girl has other priorities. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like why are you using this as like a place to like hook up? Like literally get help. Like, but please. I feel like that, that's, like, all of Gossip Girls. Like, you can tell just, like, how out of touch they are. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah. with the other shows, Dan was supposed to, like, give us that perspective of, like, someone who's, like, not uber rich. Dan lived in a loft mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. That man oh was my God, loaded. That and loft. It, it's just, they, they just painted him <laughs> as, like, poor. And I was just like, why yeah. is this man cosplaying poverty? Like, it, ne- it never made sense yeah. to me. But this time, our resident Dan, kind of, mm-hmm. is Zoya, who's Julian's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, who I don't think no she lives in Manhattan but um, she like cares a lot about social justice issues um, mm-hmm. and she's always like trying to call out people for things and I'm like okay 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 <laughs> but okay. I'm like no who, yeah. I'm like who is this show for because like part of the reason why people watch Gossip Girl is not to be like taught about racism and like systemic yeah. racism and oppression you watch it to escape you watch it because yeah. it's like it's absurd that people live like this and just don't know yeah. things and now when you watch the show you feel like you're being taught about social issues but yeah. it's like a very basic elementary level yeah. and i'm like as mm-hmm. a black person who knows way more than all of these characters combined this is not fun <laughs> for me i'm like this is definitely yeah. not a show for me <laughs> because yeah. i'm like the fact that you have to explain why housing is an issue like yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, so this is not I, for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yes. It's just now, frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess like, yeah. My final thought on the show is I agree. I think like it's frustrating when shows that are meant to be just like for fun, like don't try to tackle issues if you're not going to do it right. You know what I mean? Like it's just frustrating to like watch it and like be so bad. To make it like, yeah. Like it's like so vague and like trendy and they're like, mm-hmm. like, literally just like going to protests to like vibe like no like please don't portray it like that like I just it's frustrating like either just like not every show needs to tackle social issues and I think like that's an issue with a lot of new shows and like reboots and stuff like oh like we'll do Gossip Girl but woke and it's like the whole yeah you can't make like that's like literally like I'm like just make a new show and make it better (laughs) move on to our other honorable mention yes uh this one, I think, I think it's everything that the new Gossip Girl wishes it was. So, mm-hmm. yes, we are going to talk about the sex lives of college girls, which I personally 
am very obsessed with. I've already watched it twice. Wow. Because <laughs> I was just like, I, I don't, I feel like that's just like a weird, a weird thing to do. But I mean, I, I started watching it and I was like, oh, this is like kind of cheesy. Like, I don't know if I'm going to like, like this. But then once I was into it, I was into it. And I was like, I, I just think they handled things very well. And like, I mean, I think at the start, it, it started off a little rocky. Like, I think the whole, um, like, Kimberly Finkel. <laughs> I'm a Kimberly Finkel stan, but, like, she starts off, like, super problematic. And Is then, this like, the, that's the kind girl of just, from like, Arizona? Uh, oh, is it the no, one? No, Kimberly Finkel's Timothy Chalamet's sister. Yeah, she's from Arizona. So oh, she's from she Arizona? With boobs in the show. <laughs> in the show. <laughs> I remember is. the memes. She looks so yes. much like Timothy Chalamet. I could not it's, unsee it. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard to, like, distinguish and, like, keep them separated. I'm like, oh, queen. But she did great. I loved her character. Like... So good, so good. I was obsessed with. I like. I just like loved every character. I think like, I mean, they were all like deeply unstable, but I think like all their storylines were very good. I think the only one I wasn't like really attached to was like the mayor's daughter, or was it the mayor? Or what the governor? The senator, like I, something. Senator, senator. Is she the one who's senator? Yeah, soccer. I think that was the only storyline that I didn't really love but I'm like I still like love all like I loved her character and like I just like I don't know I think there's a lot of places where all the characters like I'm just I'm very like obsessed with all of them I personally what's her name oh my god Layton Layton was my favorite storyline personally I think that was also like such a good oh like that whole storyline of like I think they also handled like just queerness in general like really well and I think they like represented it in a way that like I felt like it was just like Mm -hmm. to me personally like I don't know I think it just worked very well I don't know what your thoughts are I mean I haven't seen it fully but when you were talking about like how they handled queerness very well I was just thinking about Gossip Mm -hmm. Girl and how they painted um I forgot his the Max Wolf like Thomas to her his character as like mm-hmm. a hypersexual yeah. being, just because, so annoying. like, just because he's yeah. queer. He was like the only like out queer person in the show. Yeah, of, like the main. I was just like, this is so overdone and like yeah. played, and it was just like, yeah, I remember yeah. that. It was like kind of gross. I was like, why are you making him like? He was like Chuck. Like, he was like the Chuck Bass ish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, you didn't need to do that to him. <laughs> like It's like, damn. he could have just been a nice man from a nice family. I mean, he did have a nice family. Who just wanted, you yeah. know, simple love. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but no. But, but the no. way that they, they just painted him as, like... Like, oh, I don't know. Just, like, terribly. <laughs> like Yeah. They did him so dirty throughout the show. And, like, the they other did. characters also did him so dirty. But I digress. Yeah. Yes, I need to watch <laughs> Sex Life. Sex, the Sex Lives of College Girls. So good. I just, uh, like, I think it's a perfect level of, like, I think they go into every topic in a way that, like, makes sense. And I don't think they're grazing over anything too quickly or, like, trying to hit every point to be, like, woke. Um, I think, I don't know. I think, like, they do it in a way that's, like, lighthearted, but also, like, it can be serious. Like, I don't think there's any moment where it was, like, deeply, like, euphoria like scarring or like yeah just like upsetting like nothing was really upsetting in any way that I can remember I can't even remember at this point but 
like, I just think the way they helped, like, handled it was just so good. And it's so yeah. funny. And, like, I'm very excited for that show to... I think they were... Were they renewed? I don't no even idea. know. Oh, wait. But I know that yeah. Euphoria is renewed for a third season. Oh, my God. So... Yay! Yay! <laughs> There's more! More trauma! <laughs> like, but more vibes, what too. What else can happen? And like, more Zendaya. Yeah. yeah. That's all That's all we need. Yeah. Truly. More well, Zendaya. That's our show. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> if you have also been watching Euphoria, make sure to send us a DM on our Instagram, which is at Stitch Fashion. Um, and make sure to check out our website at stitchfashion.com. And when a new issue comes out, this episode will make a lot more sense. But, <laughs> but yes, thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Yes, thank you.